0: Okay, welcome friends. This week we are super excited to discuss the Shadow Legacies tri- trilogy with Sloan Murphy. Welcome, Sloan. Hi, <laughs> we're very excited to talk to you because we have a lot of feelings um, to discuss, especially after Alpha Bound. But anyway, we'll get to that. So, <laughs> this is a paranormal romance, Rejected Mates. Um, series and it it, it does follow on from um, a previous series which was about one of the characters parents Um, so that is Maddox so the very first book is Luna Rising and obviously we meet Luna who is the daughter of the alpha and we also meet her bestie who we both love Maddox Um, and Maddox is the son of the Alpha of Alphas. So Roman yep. and Remy, who are the central theme of the series that this um, floats off of. So, but you don't need to read that series to read this book. There's a few little kind of bits about it, but you can read this series first and then go back. Yeah. Uh, because i that's what I actually did. I haven't um, read the other series first. So I... <laughs> this is what happened. I saw this book and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a bit of a sucker for rejected
1: mates. And um, this is my first rejected mates experience. Sorry. I know. I know. And see, the thing is, I'd already read it and
0: I knew what was going to happen at the end of Alpha Bound and I knew what she was going to experience. So... (laughs) And I was like, hey, we're going to do this for the podcast. So you better go read it. But really, it was just because I wanted to express some of my feelings to somebody. So she got great
1: joy out of it. But we'll get to my feelings. I did.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, I am a sucker for a rejected mates. Like, I don't know why. Maybe I'm a bit of a sadist because it does like gut me every time, but still, I need to read it. So I signed up for it and I read it and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But. Very first scene, we've got Luna. So Luna is a wolf shifter or a lycan, And it's her wolf like, it's like this iconic scene of her wolf like clamping down on someone's neck and talking about this being like a pretty tragic like ending to everything they've been through. And the thing is, you really do torture us with that scene because we don't find out what happens until the end of book two.
1: No. <laughs> I, i'm reading this and i'm saying to amanda i'm like like halfway through luna rising i'm like oh my goodness i can't wait to find out and she's like mm, i th- think you're gonna have to wait <laughs> i was like yeah yeah you know it's coming <laughs> but all the while
0: <laughs> you know, i do like to torture of these things but Amazing. you certainly did drag it out i obviously yeah <laughs> What made you want to write a Rejected Mate series?
2: Um, So this story has gone fully rogue. It is nothing like I plotted it to be. (laughs) My board for plotting got completely discarded because this lot ran riot. Whereas Remy's story had it. It was all written down and knew what was going on for most of the time this story is not what it was originally set out to be. <laughs> but, um, so it was always rejected mates. And I love that trope. Um, and since I had wolves already, I was just like, well, well. <laughs> And then Luna appeared and I was like, okay, this, this is what's happening. So Luna and Jackson were always going to be, rejected mate spoiler alert for anybody listening that hasn't read No, it.
0: this is a spoiler episode <laughs> so episode. that's fine. All yeah. of our Fabulous. episodes are spoilers. <laughs>
2: um and then Maddox appeared. And I love Maddox so freaking much. Right? Um, he and Luna were never meant to be together. Like that, that was no. them going fully rogue.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they there was no way. There was no way
2: um like even when i started writing it where luna was like no he's just my best friend i've never seen him like that because that is what was happening in my head that is what was on my on my block sheet and then maddox just kept happening
1: <laughs> oh, Pain, how could you resist goodness. thank goodness maddox. you did because <laughs> my god, my god the slow burn is so it killed
0: me it. it freaking killed me so firstly when because I got an, obviously read an arc of Luna rising and you kind of sent out, you know, when you post your review, your your review, don't mention who the the rejected mate is. And I was like, okay, but is it going to be Maddox? I don't know. Like I need, (laughs) all right, what's going to happen here? And then, so obviously it takes a while for us to get to that point. So the storyline builds and we're in, you know, her father's, compound as such and they're all secure and they're building on it but they're starting to take in rogues who have kind of separated from other packs and want to find their own pack um and you know we learn that until a wolf shifts at the age of 21 they can't find their mate and it could be like well along in their lives until they do that so you're kind of like okay well you know what's gonna happen um and and Luna's pretty averse to everything like this she doesn't want a part of it she doesn't want to mate she doesn't want to be an alpha she just wants to go like have a gap I think yeah. she wants to have a gap really like she's doing yeah. yeah. eat she pray love yeah she wants to do eat pray love <laughs> <laughs> that's where she's at um But basically like in the lead up to this big event, which is her 21st birthday, which everybody's super excited about because they're like, oh, who's she going to mate with? Could she find her mate? We don't know. And obviously it's also a big event because other packs come along and there's a chance for other people to find their mate. So it's quite, quite big. Um, But in the lead up to that, all of a sudden the rogues start going a bit cray cray. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, you know what? We might start attacking everybody. And, you know... There's Obsidian, which is deadly to wolves. You know, poor Maddox. He almost dies. But, I mean. Twice. Twice. Th- thankfully, he's a hybrid. Oh, thank- I love that he's a hybrid wolf angel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you don't see many wolf angels about. And I was just right?
0: I mean, I'm there for it. I'm oh, yeah. totally there for it. Um, actually, you know, to be, to be fair, I love. All of, all of um, Maddox's family. I know they're all so. I love the
2: like, so hard. I know,
0: and they're all like they're like Remy, and then she's got angels and vampires and werewolves. I'm like, it's the perfect harem, and then <laughs>
1: all of her kids are hybrids, and I'm like, I'm there for it. Yeah. I do love the little vampire girl. Oh, <laughs> Evie, all, like, all love loves Evie.
2: vampires. If you guys haven't read Shadow Walker saga, then you don't know where Evie gets her name from. And when I no. tell you that is going to destroy you all over again. Oh I
0: need to go and read it. Like I'm desperate to read it. And, and the only reason I haven't read it so far is because we've just been reading all these like wonderful arcs, which like is fantastic. But I've got this whole list. And I'm like, I need to read this of Sloan's. I need to read this. So I need to get to it because I am desperate to find out about Remy's story. Like all the little snippets are just so intriguing to yeah, me. Yeah.
1: I, I it. love it. I love
2: yeah, Remy her so story. much she lives rent free in my head I could write Remy for the rest of my life I and love it, it she's such a so badass easy. I know
0: I and know. I also love that everybody's so scared of her as well <laughs> they're like don't piss Remy off nope.
2: <laughs> she might have a uh, reputation for a fighting one. against the people that pick
1: her up. <laughs> and is it is it Creek that has all the tattoos yes Oh, yeah, I'm intrigued by him. I'm intrigued with. by all of Remy's mates. Like, I, <laughs> I, am,
0: I am, when I tell you I'm desperate to read this, I am desperate to
2: read it. <laughs> yeah, so the covers to Shadow Walkers, book two is Creek, book three is Cain, book four is Roman, book five is Levi. Oh.
1: And I'm
0: also just totally in love in the, with the covers of these books as well. Like, they are yeah. so pretty. And when I did the graphics up for the for the little quotes, I was like, oh my God, it's so pretty. I can put a moon here and I can put the background. Anyway, I just have a theme
1: for pretty things. I, I, yeah, I got a call about it. She goes, Did you, did you notice my graphics? I'm like, Yes, Amanda, I did. They're very I know. Well. I was like, I think I've outdone myself with the graphics of this <laughs> Um,
0: But we also meet Nova, who is her best friend, who is awesome. Um, and they've just got like, you know, this bond but I love that Nova is just like Maddox is so annoying like she is just not there for Maddox she's like oh
2: Jesus well, like originally, my original no, don't so, say it way way back in the day Nova was meant to be Maddox's Maddox. no I knew
1: you were going to say that because it. because you kind oh. of like do get that feeling that it's going mm-hmm. to be
2: Maddox. Like, no
1: it can't be, it can't
2: be. And- but with with Nova simping over Jackson and then Jackson ended up being Luna's mate it was just oh my too god perfect.
0: that was so <laughs> gutting as well like she was totally like I'm there for him and then it was like oh awkward but also yeah, yeah no like Nova and Maddox they just could not be like Nova is too like emo and Maddox is all like happy chappy
2: <laughs> yeah um, a lot of my uh alpha team are shipping Nova and Ray's really hard I'm there because for it 100% like the way he saves her and the way I, did we call him Pikachu in the end I know we do in my group I can't remember if that made it into the book I don't me. think it did I don't recall it <laughs> okay so that, yeah that, that, that's the thing when he goes all angry and zaps people he got nicknamed pikachu in oh way.
0: my god <laughs> honestly though he is a perfect match for her because they're both so broody um so yeah i will but go I have, for that
2: yeah, yeah i have i mean i have plans for rays but i mean after the the riot. That This lot caused, I don't even know what's going to happen at this (laughs) point.
0: (laughs) I love it. I just love it. Luna is is training with the enforcers Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, trying to protect the compound. She's actually starting to like slowly going like without, I I don't think it's with her own knowledge even, that she's slowly starting to integrate herself into like, compound politics basically. Um mm. but you know we we're moving on um and we get to her birthday and oh my god. Oh it's hanging for her birthday. And When like, I say this gutted me like honestly so many things. Like firstly <laughs> firstly that Jackson knew that she was his mate. He doesn't even shift. He just publicly publicly rejects her like in person like doesn't even like turn like I feel like it would have been better if he was in wolf form and he turned away from her but the fact that he fully stood there and said it out loud I'm like I reject this mate I know I'm like oh my god but also Maddox
2: oh heartbroken heartbroken yeah that wine that he lets out I had that scene written before I'd even got to that part of the book, because I could hear it, I could see him in my head. He <laughs> breaks so my heart gutted. all
1: the time. So I <sighs> just Like, I don't even know what was worse during that part. The fact that, like, it was... You kind of got the feeling that it wasn't going to be Maddox, but then you were dropping little, like, hints there. Well, because he's a hybrid, maybe he could actually... Bond before he's twenty one, and I'm like, hmm, this would be interesting. Is, is, she, it, is she is going it, to is have it. multiple bonds, or like, what's going to happen here? But I don't know what was worse, was the fact that she bonded with someone that she that rejected she, her, that rejected her, and she didn't even want to bond in the first place. So that that whole like was forced, you know, that was heartbreaking, and, and it then, was heartbreaking
0: because when she did bond, she was all like, okay, like her and her wolf were like, fine, like, wow,
1: this is amazing, and then bam. She didn't get time to enjoy it, and then punched Maddie, in the face. He's like he's gutted because it's not him, but also for her for being rejected, and then also you also feel for Jackson because you're like, oh.
0: because he obviously has a history here, right? His family was murdered by her father, and this is why he rejects her because he's basically just like, I will never get past this, and you can understand it, but also I hate him. At oh, this I point. don't.
1: I love Jackson all the way. At through. that point. No, I didn't hate point. him there.
2: The way that he laid down and just took Maddox's beat I know. After rejecting her. Just look, he needed and, it. He and... needed the freaking beating. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: no. That's where I'm at. <laughs> was he, he the wolf that was like whining? that? I know. I know. I know. There's a part where she's out running and she hears a sad wolf whining. And it, it was that Jackson. Yeah. See, no, that's why I loved him. And I'm like, there's got to be a reason here.
0: <laughs> Look, I know. Look, I did have a turning point with Jackson, which we'll get to. But the, the thing is that, like, it gutted me that that happened. So obviously I was against him at that point. And, and then all the little bits and pieces as we went along with Luna, like every time she's like her wolf smelled him or she went somewhere that he'd been. And then obviously they're at the cafe and he walks in with that girl who later ends up being his adopted family's daughter. So basically his sister, but he pretends that he's with this other girl. And that was like, so gutting. Yeah,
1: But he did like, he's like, you just need to reject the bond and this will go away. I know,
0: but, but nobody it. actually knew. Nobody actually knew if she rejected the bond, whether she would ever get over it. That was just a theory. And so there's also little snippets, obviously, as we say about Maddox, about, well, perhaps she could have more than one mate. Maybe we don't know like how hybrids mate. So we're like, oh, could it still be? But the most gutting part, I think, was when she was running through, like when she went on that like expedition through the woods for days and she basically almost killed herself like with starvation and like dehydration because she was just so gutted and then
1: Maddox is just there always there and then he gets his heart broken and runs away (laughs) no
2: so (laughs) So Maddox gets a real run
1: of it in that book
2: (laughs) I know I
0: know because she's just like so against it I don't know why like I mean who wouldn't be for Maddox I just don't get it but um (laughs) She ends up like deciding that she's going to run away and she goes on this little, I guess she ends up getting a gap year in, in a way. Um, she's running, she's running. She gets to this, she gets to like their little cabin in the woods, the Bennett's cabin. And um, you know, Maddox finds there, he's like, let's go home. And she's like, let's <laughs> stay an extra night. And of course that was her downfall, you know, uh, all of these um Wolf shifters come and surround the cabin. It's the end of the book. And the last face she sees is she's drugged out of her mind. He's drugged. And there's Jackson. You're like, fucking
2: Jackson again. It was so fun to me to make him seem like the bad guy. I know. I know. You're like, how dare
0: he? And so obviously I had to sign up for an arc of book too because I'm desperately <laughs> waiting to find out what's going on there. And much to my relief, Jackson was actually trying to be the good guy finally to save yeah, them.
1: Because it appears that his Bond is still, like
0: he's, his Wolf is still. He's actually still fighting the Bond despite mm. the fact that he, like appeared so nonchalant about it like he was just like "Mm, whatever but actually it was killing him inside
2: yeah that's kind of what i wanted to show at the beginning of alpha bound is that jackson was hurting just as badly as she was yeah but he can't show it because what he obviously for reasons he can't show it
0: he's just like this is my decision, and that's what I've made. And it doesn't matter how bad I feel about it, I'm not gonna go back on that. But it doesn't last very long <laughs> because he's in that, he's in there like trying to save her. So he's like, Yeah, I'm getting you out. And Maddox is like, save her, don't worry about me. And you just like fall in love with him oh. even more then. Oh. Anyway, he obviously gets Luna out, he can't get Maddox out. And then, you know, the captors say, well, we didn't want her anyway. We're actually here for Maddox, which is a shock because you really thought they were after her. But anyway, she's on the way back. She's kind of drugged out of her mind. She's in the car. And it's apparent when she wakes up, she asks for Maddox. And all of a sudden, somehow the bond is severed. She's no longer got this feeling towards Jackson. And Jackson's like, holy shit, I've made a mistake here. I mean, this is my turning point for Jax, what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> oh, is this the point, is it? Okay. That's it's the point. The clarification. All right. Okay. Because he was obviously trying to do the right thing and you could see. But in saying that, you do realise at that point that he's been involved with the rogues the whole time as well. Because that's the only way he knew that she was under attack and that he needed to go and help her out because mm. he had this inside knowledge. But, you know, he didn't get all the information either because they're a bit hesitant to give him any information because they know that he's bonded to her. Um, So he's only got certain bits and pieces. But anyway, he gets her back and that's all that story going on. Maddox, poor Maddox has been taken off to be tortured.
2: And, of course. again, that bit there, if you've not read the Shadow Walker saga, you won't get. Don't know about the dead zone. (laughs) Yes. About it because yeah yes that was a well
0: in saying that I did think Remy dropped the ball a bit here to be honest because <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> and I was talking to Beck about this um you know Thatcher you know part of the enforcers the enforcer trainer here he is like an uncle to Luna he's like an uncle he's the betrayer uh-huh. he's the because betray- his mate was murdered
2: wasn't uh, his mate but yeah
0: well he he was a part of that and remy yeah. remy didn't know i feel like remy should have known this though right
2: if you had read the other books you would understand why she didn't know right okay well that's fair enough
0: i'll give her the benefit of the <laughs> doubt for now but i was feeling um, a bit angry with because her because
2: when she is So this super spoiler alert. When she is captured at this point by Irina um, and she is being held in the dead zone, Mm -hmm. she has another nemesis that she is focusing on mainly and Irina was just a helper of that person.
0: Right, okay. Irina
2: was never really on her radar until she was captured there. Uh, It was the other person that they were mostly focused on. I'm not going to tell okay. you that is either if you've read it yet.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Cause I was like thinking to myself, you've dropped the ball here, Remy. Like you should have known that Thatcher was like a double agent here, but anyway, okay, that's <laughs> fine. We'll go read that. We'll give it the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but poor Maddox, he's getting tortured. And basically Thatcher's like, look at the end of the day, um, I'm going to get revenge and I want to take, I want your parents to feel the pain of losing their child. And, you know, um, so I want them to come for you. And then I want to kill you in front of them. Basically, it's pretty, pretty harsh to be honest, but, uh, you know, whatever, that's where they're going with it. Anyway, whilst he's getting tortured, they talk about the fact that they've got plans of getting Luna back and basically like, selling her off to this black person who's running like a sex trafficking type auction house. Um, And, you know, nobody has heard of this before. This is like an underground type of sex trafficking ring um, that they become aware of. And obviously Maddox is in the dead zone. So the witches can't kind of track him there. They're just kind of getting all these dead ends. They can't find him. And then eventually um, Remy and that get a lead. They they head off on, they don't want Luna involved. They head off. Um, but of course they've gone in the wrong direction. <laughs> like, it's just like, ugh, come on guys. And Arrow decides at that point and Jackson, well, Arrow decides to come and bring his forward his information and Jackson finally gets a bit of breakthrough with his little information source and they're like he's in the dead zone so of course they're like well we're going to go on our own rescue mission and um Ray's is there of course he's got to come along because (laughs) only you need you need him up in the sky there they go to get Maddox out and like it was devastating to me when Luna had to get him out of the obsidian chains and she literally like scarred her whole hands up just to get him out and at that point I'm like luna you obviously have feelings for him um anyway eventually she obviously realizes this <laughs> um but yeah they they get him back and you know they' get in a little bit of trouble for for going rogue I guess you would say on their own little mission yeah and Luna and Nova's house has been built and Nova is, like... So just, cute. I know. Nova is, like, fully... Actually, the cutest part was the fact that she fully did a room for Maddox.
1: I know. And that's at the point where I was, like, them two not going to be born." No. no. I was, like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen.
0: No. Yeah. So a few things are happening. Like, you've got... Um, they're basically... Remy and that are kind of willing to let these sex trafficking markets go, but Luna and Maddox are just like, no, we need to focus on it. We need to kind of get in. So eventually they sway people around and Luna starts having these crippling pains as well, which they can't figure out what's going on with her because as far as they knew obsidian was the only thing that could kind of cripple the lichen. And, you know, that's, yeah, Well, as far as they knew, until it gets further on, and they're like, well, there are other things that we just don't talk about. But yes. Uh,
2: The Michaels. There
0: are other things
1: we don't want you to protect yourself from, so you shall not know. We just
0: didn't want people to worry about them, so we thought we wouldn't tell
2: anybody. (laughs) Yeah, the problem with lichens is that they're really arrogant. Um, Clearly. So they are arrogant enough to believe that there is only one thing on the entire in all of the seven realms that could possibly hurt them. Yeah. Um, And they're like, oh, Dracul will rely on blood and this and that, and hunters are basically human, blah, blah, blah. But there's the only one thing that can get us. And they're arrogant enough to believe it. Um, But the knights, which is Roman's family, um, have led the Lycans for forever and a day. Um, And they keep the secret, mostly... Because lichens are arrogant enough to be like, oh well, duh, 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 this could all hurt us, but you can't hurt me, and they <laughs> just don't want all of the knowledge to fall into the hands of their enemies. Because, as you find out a bit in this, but mostly in Remy's, everybody knows everybody's weaknesses, and they will use it against them. But the lichens are also so arrogant that they betray each other a lot. Yep. Um. So the lichens having the knowledge themselves works detrimentally to them but there was this whole thing that if they knew that they were fallible to other things they could try and protect themselves from it yes it's a whole argument that happened in my head absolutely (laughs)
0: absolutely and i totally got that as well like it was very circular the argument like we could protect ourselves but it also could be used against us. i know it's (laughs) a really double-edged sword isn't it you don't totally Which way? Mm. And so Jackson's like, hey, I'm going to be a part of the Merry Band now. And also, this is my sister. So it wasn't my girlfriend. Uh, awkward. Um, and Luna's all like, okay, cool. You're back in. And Nova's like, all right, cool. You're a part of the band too. Maddox is still a little bit like, mm, not really sure about you. You still piss me off, but it's cool you're helping at the moment. So I'll let you in there. And then I think probably the tipping point with the auctions as well is when they find um, Arrow's daughter and she's like gutted and sad and Mm. they kind of refer to the fact that they'd been a part of this um, kind of pack before where they really force things on younger lichens and Mm -hmm. basically um, her best friend, 14-year-old had been sold off to these markets. So at that point, Luna's like fully invested. I'm going to go and save this girl and shut down these markets and we've got to find out how to do it. So they kind of decide that they're going to go undercover. Luna and Maddox, sorry.
1: In the meantime, we've missed a very critical part here.
0: I just thought of that.
1: Oh, my goodness. Like Maddox has finally convinced Luna to give him and her a go he went all alpha he was like
0: look this is gonna happen I'm there for it it's happening I've realized how short life can be Mm. and you're mine and she was like
1: "Mm, okay took a little bit of convincing but it got there (laughs) I know and the whole time like even their families and then um Maddox also like keeps going, like saying to her all the time, you know, we've got this connection. I can feel it. And so the whole time I'm like, oh, you know, when he's 21 and he shifts, you know, that they'll come together. But maybe because so he's an angel. So that's the thing, right? Friend. That is the thing. Because
0: she says, I don't want to get, I, I like, I, at this point she's realised her feelings. She's like, I don't want to be with you though because you've got a mate out there. And when you find that mate, I'm going to be gutted. Um, you know, so I'm really, I don't want to take the risk. I've already been rejected
1: I know. in my, I,
0: I in was my head the that. whole time. I'm thinking when they shift,
1: it'll be, happen. but then, they, yeah, they do shit. And so it. you
0: really kept me waiting because, I mean, they go undercover, they start having hot passionate sex like all the time. I mean, I'm let's like, just oh stop for a God, second. I'm there for Thank it. Thank
1: goodness Luna messaged yes, right? Because we wouldn't have got all that. <laughs> oh, I was so thankful for it. <laughs> Especially
0: when they were undercover and they were like waiting in the hotel room and I'm like, oh my God.
2: So there for it. Yeah, That's- I mean... I couldn't not have them experience life together.
0: Mm. 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 Yeah. Okay. Anyway. um, (laughs) So they go undercover. They find the auctions. They find out that Black is, you know, paranormal, but he has a partner who is human um, mm-hmm. So there's a bit of a connection there, and you know they get a real taste of how depraved and horrible these auctions are, and how you know there's just like the fourteen-year-old is being auctioned off as a virgin, and you know there's all, all these depraved people there to to bid on the fourteen-year-old, and then they say, okay, so day one is just like an introduction, day two is you can taste test the goods, which is just terrible, and then day three is the auction um but obviously mid all of this there's like a bit of a bit of a kerfuffle really isn't there it's
2: just like something of a power struggle it's the problem when you include humans in these things i
0: know this is the thing (laughs) and uh you know um luna starts having these excruciating pains totally you know not fun right in the middle of it
1: you know what i thought when she first had the had the first one i thought it was because this again, I was like, you know, really hoping that uh, Maddox and her would bond eventually, is because he was getting cut in the stomach, and then she was having the stomach pains. So I went, "Oh."
2: A lot of people thought that exact same thing. If that makes you feel better, I was like, "Oh, they're
1: connected."
2: <laughs> but no, but no, it wasn't that. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I just it's just so much anger on this screen right now. yep uh Um, yes so
0: she has these pains they take her to the medic who happens to be like a really close friend of Maddox and his family Maddox is devastated he ends up killing this doctor and uh and then there's an all-out war and they have to retreat and they go back To the compound and nobody can figure out why Luna's having these problems although I think we get a bit of an insight into it well we'll we'll discuss our theories in a second Um, (laughs) anyway so all of it goes on they find out more they go to London because the auctions are back on again and um, and you know they have all these really sweet moments and They they shift together, you know. And then there's no no bond. (laughs) No bond. During the shifting, that gutted me. Uh, And then they go (laughs) to the auctions.
1: (laughs) I I think (laughs) you know. I think. I think I might just read a passage if that's okay because this is the moment that I message that I sent Amanda a snapchat uh, because I refused to read for the the remaining four percent of the book um, and it's from Maddox's perspective I feel a tug in my chest as I look up at the stage and the bottom of my world falls out and I was like no 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 <laughs> no <laughs> I have never In my life, so gutted. So fucking gutted. Reading something in my life. So gutted. I read a lot of books, and that was like, mm -mm, I don't want
0: to read it. (laughs) So they go down to the auctions. Also, on a side note, they've called him back up, and um, Maddox's dad, Alpha, commands him not to tell Luna about the fact that poor Nova and Jackson have been put undercover as auction items. I know. So she walks in the first night, she's like shit, they're there. What the fuck? Um and is like, yeah, my bad. I couldn't tell you. So the the old our owl al- command. command. <laughs> <laughs> but then he walks in, he has this tug in his chest.
2: His friggin' mates on the now.
0: stage.
1: Please friggin' mates on the stage. Can we just skip to the end? <laughs> Oh, no. Is it's on the anger. stage. The anger. Just... <laughs> it's not anger. It's heart. When I tell you, my heart was like, <laughs> broken. Yeah. broken. It was broken.
0: shattered. Into pieces. Just shattered into pieces. His fate is on the stage, and to make it worse, Jackson is also on the stage. Oh, he is here witnessing Luna's humiliation again, yeah. and he knows. He's like, oh, shit, that's his mate. Whispers something in her ear. Thatcher's there. He's like, ha, 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 I'm going to kill your mate. He kills his mate. Maddox is like, bam, my heart's exploded. He's on the ground. And then to make it even worse, we get Luna's perspective of it.
1: Oh, I know, because we had to relive it again. (laughs) We had to relive Luna's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shattering. Into pieces while she can was I like, say again? like, "Again, like again." And she was like,
0: "I knew this was gonna happen, and I will be there for Maddox, but it hurts so much." And
1: I was like, "Like, can we let's just digest this a bit?" Devastation. So Luna, like, she didn't want to bond in the first place. She's kind of forced to do it on her twenty-first birthday. she has like euphoria for all of five seconds and then her heart's broken and she's humiliated. Then she finally comes around to like, Oh, I love Maddox and I'm going to enjoy this while I can, because, you know, I could live for a hundred years with Maddox and then he'll find his bond and I'll deal with the heartbreak in a hundred. She only got like a couple of weeks and she's back to being heartbroken heartbroken again. And she's heartbroken because he's bonded, but also heartbroken because he's experienced that lot Same thing that she oh, has
0: except actual like finality. He's just like passed out from grief. Even though the whole time he was like, we've got this bond. I know that you're it for me. She's like, no, when you feel the mate bond, you won't be able to resist the pull. And he wasn't. This is the thing. Just gutting. Anyway, Thatch is there. So Luna calls in the backup. She chases after Thatch. They have this ultimate showdown in the alleyway. She- and we go back to that first scene from book one.
1: Oh well, yeah you finally find out who she's.
0: that <laughs> does his little evil monologue. <laughs> oh, by the oh. way, we've been poisoning you. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> bit of wolf. also you're expecting. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my bad bit uh, bit of uh, you know wolf spaying going on there. I
1: uh, could this
0: girl go through I think in nightshade. It. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <am>. <laughs> by the way, Jacob. He's also in on it. Oh, <laughs> my I'm bad. Really sad about that. Yeah, I, I really sad. like Jacob. I know. I thought he was trying to help them because he was all like, "Luna, you know, I mean, Nova, uh-huh. don't go running out with Luna. You shouldn't be just two girls running was- out." Meanwhile, he's like poisoning her Pretend. on the side.
1: Um. So I guess, like, when you were writing this particular scene, um. <clears throat> like did you did you set out to really just <laughs> ruin people ruin <laughs> ruin people and just shatter souls is that kind of what
2: you were so aiming the, for everything from Poppy arriving which was Maddox's mate um wasn't planned well
1: <laughs> oh, I have an so issue that was with the characters a, that was just a fun thing to write for that day <laughs> okay
2: Okay. Poppy appeared, uh, that whole Maddox scene appeared when I was ab- about three quarters of the way through the book and I was really stuck and I was trying to write it towards the ending that I had planned and it just wouldn't work. So I'm on Zoom, I'm talking with my friends and then I just I heard this song and all of a sudden I saw it.
1: Oh, you saw it?
0: I saw it too. And it broke my heart.
1: <laughs> I wish I could see your face. <laughs>
0: when I you, I was gutted. I messaged Sloane. I was like, are you freaking serious? She's like, yeah, a fair few people were upset. I'm like, you think? <laughs> they were upset. Yes, they were.
2: I the think- amount of people that just messaged me like, I hate you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also brilliant. Like, I really did not see that coming at all and I love when I'm like so surprised where I'm like I really question whether I want to read the last bit of the book because I don't want to be heartbroken
2: what's really fun for me is that people who haven't read the Shadow Walker saga don't understand the monumentalness of Morgan having arrived yes just how much that can change everything
0: yes because that did surprise me as well because like I was way too focused on the other stuff that was going on in the alley like the fact that she got stabbed with obsidian she's having crippling pain from her wolf's pain soaked in nightshade poisoning you know by the way you're pregnant and you're gonna die anyway so haha finally I get to take a child from somebody And then Remy's there and she's like, it's too late. I'm dying and also possibly pregnant. (laughs) And, you know, Morgan's there in the alley too. And she's all like, I I won't be there for for Maddox um, the way he was there for me. You know, gutting. But obviously, so this is the theory we have in relation to Doc, which is obviously we feel that Doc's a part of this rogue, traitor type situation because, Firstly, Doc's all like, I don't know why, but surely she would have. It would picked up the wolf'sbane soaked in nightshade in the blood work. Also, the fact—how did they know she was pregnant? This is the only way that I can think they could figure it out. So, there's my theories there.
1: <sighs> Look, is Luna ever going to be happy? <laughs> she has faced a lot of heartbreak.
2: A lot. mean. <laughs> <laughs> So Luna was really hard for me to write because Remington Bennett exists in her world, Mm. which means that she can never be the most powerful being on the planet. Mm -hmm. And obviously with most badass female main characters, they are like the be all. But Remy Bennett is that person within the mortal realm. Then you have Morgan, who is that being in most of the realms Like she is so writing Luna and making her powerful in her own way whilst having her accept her limits was quite hard. So she she will be happy at some point. It might not be in the way everybody else wants her to be happy. Um... (laughs) (laughs) will we find out about her in the
1: trilogy or is
2: it (laughs) sorry? Will we
1: find out about her happiness in the trilogy or will Or is yeah. this going to be
0: in Razor's book, like seven books later, we find out she finally, finally caught a break.
2: It's so funny to me that you've not read Remy's books and you think Luna has a bad time. Oh, my oh God. I get that. I've, I've read, though. I know. I
0: have like the little snippets from Remy's is like devastating. I know. From, yeah,
2: R- Remy, Remy really to. suffers better. Um, But no, so... The only clue I'm giving is that Morgan arriving is huge. Changes everything.
1: Yep. Okay. Now I'm about to pull an all nighter and read all these books tonight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you read the others, you know what she's capable of.
0: I'm obviously going to have to. I'm Um, desperate to read it, but I am obviously going to have to. um, to Find out all these little snippets now because I didn't realise. The significance that's, of so that, many that's
2: things. That's what's fun for me. So people that have read Luna's story don't understand how monumental that is at the end. People that have read Remy's story are just like, what
0: the fuck? Right. Uh, I mean, I've, I said that, but in relation to a lot of other things. Um, <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> so poor people that have read the other series, like their mind has just literally exploded. They're probably catatonic for a while.
2: Those <laughs> people have been through Remy's six books. <laughs> fallon's three books because i love a good bestie story and fallon and oh, i love good rest- bestie life. stories as well um and so they have yeah just start from a crown of blood and bone and a lot of the thing is is you can read luna's story on its own and it makes entire sense yes as it's on. but There's when just little you read Easter the, eggs. the books so mm. many more little bits just yes. make more sense love that love that <laughs>
0: Luckily, we're going into the weekend.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I, spoiler alert, Maddox's mate does have a name, so that should tell you something.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know. Oh, I, I don't care what her name is. I picked that <laughs> up when you dropped it, and I'm like, well, that's not in there, and uh, that sort of makes me lead to believe that she's gonna I don't make wish to know her name. Yeah, <laughs> I it's only allow so him to be with Luna.
2: For me. <laughs> so funny. Like, I had these two very contrasting reviews and one was from a guy who read book one and was like Jackson needs to fucking die wow that is whoa okay and that was one of my favorite reviews of book one because I was (laughs) killing myself and then someone else was just like oh she's just gonna force Maddox and Luna together and it's gonna be shit (laughs) and then you were like "Ah there is no way I can please all of these people, so I'm not but even going they gonna are going to get fight. together and then I'm going to break them apart.
1: <laughs> I just... I'm sorry. I just can't. I just can't. This is the
0: thing, right? So she sends me that Snapchat. And then before I even get a chance to <coughs> see the Snapchat, she's FaceTiming me and she's like, no, no.
1: Do <laughs> you know what, though? It's... Look, I would... I loved them together, but what I really, I just didn't like the heartbreak.
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) What's also really funny is that a mate bond has never been broken before in the entire world. So Luna and Jackson believe it is broken, but is it?
0: Well, so I, don't is, so, I don't know. I don't think it? that Jackson does think it's broken because I feel like he's still pining there on the side. Luna is all like, you know, caught up in Maddox, and also I am caught up in Maddox. So I don't wish for the or if the bond does reestablish, like maybe we can have a threesome. I'm cool with that.
2: Um, when can we- I tell you that my PA is Team MFM one hundred percent? Thank you. Like, do it. Do it.
0: Thank you. Yes. Listen yes. to your PA. I'm there for it.
2: Elizabeth Look, is a treasure, even... but every time she reads it, she's like, I don't know. I don't know who to like. I don't know who to make. I
1: don't know. Like, no. you know what? Bring Poppy in too. I don't even care. I I'm there for it. I just can't have all this heartbreak.
0: No, I'm totally there for it.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I but think I'll we've just written the, the
0: ending. Um, okay.
2: So... <laughs> there will be a HEA for. Them, that's as much as you're getting from me. Everything else I'm putting out there is just fun shit to throw at you that might not mean anything.
0: Are we <laughs> waiting until October next year to get this, or is it gonna come out earlier?
2: I am trying to make it come out earlier. Um, but I have struggled a lot, and I'm really glad people couldn't tell in Alva Bound, but I have struggled a lot because I've spent 18 months just living in this world writing a book a month yeah in this world that's hard that's tough yeah and they're all like a hundred thousand word whoppers and i'm just like i need a break because i really struggled (laughs) which might be why it hurts so bad uh, but i really struggled writing
0: like i am struggling so you will suffer Okay, this is what is going to happen.
1: People will read this in
2: October. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, so funny. Um, you suffer your heartbreak. <laughs> I have a side project that I'm working on under uh, a different pen name, okay. um, which has been a lot of fun so far. So I've been focusing on that, and I have another paranormal world entirely that i have built but i also have a series that's been open for like two years and yep. i've been promising people the next book in that world for two years <laughs> god
0: if you made me wait two years for this i think i would like die a slow painful day the,
2: pre, the pre-order is there so the latest it will be out is next october yeah um i um Working on my side project, I am rewriting and re-editing the first two books in the Blackwater Academy series, uh, which is the world people have been waiting for two years on. (laughs) But I can't write book three without going back through the first two books. And I I can't read my own work without editing it and adding to it. So I am consciously re-editing it and expanding those two books before I jump into book three. And then I'm going to see where I'm at. If at that point I can write Maddox, Luna, that whole world's ending, then I will. If I can't yet, then it will be. So I don't know. But that's why I put the... It will be there within the year. I've made that promise to my readers. (laughs) I won't make people wait two years again.
1: (laughs) Do you find it um, difficult, like, switching between series and worlds and everything if you're writing books <laughs> alongside each other
2: i used to um but now that i i'm a planter so i plot but i still pants it as very much obvious in luna's world um it's a lot easier because when i start my plot process it's a lot more thought out um so i already have a reasonable amount of the plot for alpha Bon um
0: <laughs> i know and let's just clear it up like the name of the book is already like
1: oh it doesn't <laughs> give anything away does it because they're all freaking out <laughs> but it's tr- intriguing um, me. It's if i me. tell you
2: that uh the cover isn't going to help you at all either <sighs> <laughs> As long um, as it's pretty because- and I can
0: do pretty graphics for it, I mean. <laughs>
2: oh, it's it's, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. I bet. Um, but um, does but we you know- survive? Is she going to get a happy ending? Who knows? Alpha Boom could I mean, it would a- certainly throw a people. spanner if
0: the in the works if she died. Um, I would just be like, mind equals blown. Yep. Yeah. But Um, I think it's going to be really easy for me to jump back. Like if we have to wait until October for the third book, um, I just do a refresh of the um, end of, like okay what happened in the first two books and I'll just leave myself a little note heartbroken devastated Uh and then I'll just be able to go straight back to the point where I was before. (laughs) Uh, just saying um it also
1: does give us time to read uh Remy's story as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if if anyone is listening who hasn't read it we've got plenty of time to now plenty of time to catch up on that because
0: I think well you know I know it's it desperately needs to be read so yes What was the hardest scene to write?
2: Probably Maddox, either Maddox's torture or Maddox finding Poppy. I'm just going to keep talking about it. Okay. I'm just talk about that so casually. The thing is, is Maddox in my head looks like my... uh, celebrity obsession uh Dylan O'Brien <laughs> it is mm-hmm. an obsession I'm not even ashamed of it
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen your TikTok videos about it
2: yeah. Yes, yes <laughs> yes. um so hurting him when he looks like that in my head really hurts
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean it hurts, um,
2: hurts. I, I love him anyway but yeah so hurting Maddox really hurt especially because Maddox is so much like Remy so much like Remy like of all of her children he is the most like her which I think is why he was the easiest to write but it also hurt more to hurt him because of that
0: yeah and because also like even though he couldn't resist the bond he still felt like he still felt something to Luna as well that he couldn't explain so it was like tearing him in two which was really horrible for him um (laughs) But yeah. yes. Yeah. So I was going to say do you have a favorite character but I
2: think we we know who that might be. Um I favor the characters that I'm writing at the time. I'm such a nightmare. Um <laughs> so I will have favorites but my favorite will change dependent on where I'm at in the book, a bit like it does for people reading it, I guess. Yes, honey. Within this trilogy is probably <laughs> I bat back and forth between the boys all the time because there's so much to Jackson that people don't know yet. And they've just had a very small glimpse about who he is. Um <laughs> I know, I know.
1: Like <laughs> You just know it's going to be gut wrenching because it's going to be gut wrenching
0: and then be like, I love Jackson, but also Maddox. Oh, great, she's going to stress even further.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I struggle to pick. It's like asking me to pick a favorite kid. I don't have kids, but it would be the same as asking me to do that. I can't. I
1: can't yeah, you're right. Because sometimes I do have a favorite over another one on any given day. So yeah, that's wrong. What... <laughs> Just acting the best on that yeah. day <laughs> Who's been good <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness okay so we've got some tough questions uh now okay uh what is your favorite color
2: that changes but predominantly <laughs> at the minute pink
1: Good choice. Pink is also my favorite color.
2: If you couldn't tell from the <laughs> <It's pink. laughs> Yes, I love it. <laughs> I mean even my my little rubbish box over here is pink now.
1: <laughs> I, I love it. it. I have a pink bed.
0: <laughs> she I has know. a lot of pink in her house actually. I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's like okay. a central theme. And to be honest, she has two different Christmas trees. One's a normal Christmas tree and the other one is a pink Christmas tree.
2: <laughs> if I thought I could get away with that, you better believe I would. <laughs> yeah.
1: I look, I had we we just moved into this place last Christmas and I had a spot for my tree and then I found another spot and I was like, I need another tree.
2: Obviously. Okay. Obviously,
1: so that's a pink themed Christmas room. Yeah,
2: <laughs> pink, it's white, and, so many
1: and pretty
0: black decorations too. Yes. Mhm. What is your favorite writing snack or drink, or both? Drink
2: will be a mocha. Snack, eh, probably Cheetos, but like crunchy Cheetos, not mm. Mm-hmm. That, yep, that, yep. Actually, that, that changes if it's the new Simply Cheeto puffs because uh-huh. the white cheddar ones are banging. <laughs> you just have boring old
1: cheese ones here.
0: Simply Cheeto white, what is it? White
2: cheddar. White cheddar. So good. Yeah, right. I have to import them, and Heather sends them to me because she is a beautiful human. <laughs> I love that. So, you get it from America. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Did Heather
0: come and visit you recently?
2: She did. Her kid was coming over for uni. So, I picked them up from the airport and drove them over to Cardiff. I love uh, just, it. you know, a small jaunt across the UK for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and goodbye. <laughs> and she brought me bags of Cheetah Puffs. That's the amazing. I feel
1: like it's a respectable form of payment.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I definitely think so fantastic (laughs) okay if you could have a superpower what
2: would it be could I just be Remington Bennett yes yeah let's just say that I will I will take that because I love her
0: yeah (laughs) also like I love the name Remington I don't know what it is I'm obsessed with it Oh, so, I nice. know. And like you can have Remy as short, but like then, like when you're being like, I'm Remington, I don't know, it just like has a ring to
2: it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You've got that real, like, you know, if you want a professional name.
2: Yeah, it's exactly. Wrong. It's so professional. <laughs> yeah. She is Remy to those that love her and Remington to those that fear her. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the thing. It is a fearful name. I love that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. This is a tough one. If you are a potato, how would you be cooked?
2: dauphinois what was that (laughs) Uh, dauphinois you know so it's like sliced potatoes in a creamy sauce topped with cheese Mm. Mm.
1: so that would be our uh potato Potato bake bake. (laughs) (laughs)
2: that
1: is so formal i want to start calling it that now that's amazing. I'm totally, that literally is an Australian barbecue staple. We just call it potato bake, but when I turn up at a barbecue now, I'm going to be so. I've yeah, got
0: a dope for one. I'm
1: going to bring a dope and one. I
0: love it. Oh my God. We are so bogan.
2: We are so bogan.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's my favourite potato, so why not? Thank you for um, culturing us. (laughs) Just slide a little bit of British over there. I mean, really, it's French, but. (laughs) I love it.
0: Honestly, and this is the thing, we have a colleague who is British and, like, it's just so funny, like the di- the different little colloquialisms that we use, and he's like, "What is that?" And
1: we're like, "What do you mean?" Wait, what did he say one time? He's like, "Okay, guys, we're going to jack off." I'm like, "I'm sorry, we're what? We are not doing that." <laughs> he said he was what? He said what? Well, I
0: can't remember what it was, but whatever he said, it was like a British term, but in. in- our like <laughs> colloquialism, it did mean jack off, and we're like, No, no,
2: don't say that. It's like jack off is the term over here, so what the fuck was he going yeah, no, I don't know what it was, it, wasn't I think
0: exactly it was He
1: said,
0: yeah. said something else, yeah, oh, he said something
1: else, but really. in yeah, we were like, I beg your pardon, <laughs> <At> <laughs> work, you well, we're not doing that right now. <laughs> oh my gosh um we do get a bit fancy with the potato bake we sometimes put bacon in it <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh no, yes bacon and cream cake. and chives yeah
0: cheese and oh i love good potato bake sorry no we're, we're not calling it that anymore
1: no, uh, <laughs> okay. we're fancy now i <laughs> <laughs> just love that so much oh god okay if you were a chair, which celebrity would you want to sit in you? Dylan O'Brien.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Zero hesitation. Zero. She's
0: like, I literally have this in my mind, just this question.
2: <laughs> like, my husband might have a bit of a complex when it comes to Dylan O'Brien. He's like, oh, he's in this new film. We're going to watch it today. It came up today. Yeah, okay, good, good.
1: Let's go. It's on. It's on. It is so funny. Um, a few years back, because... I'm. I love Jensen Ackles. So one year for Christmas, my husband thought it would be, and it was really thoughtful. But when I got it, I was like, "What on earth?" He went and found every single like DVD that Jensen Ackles had been in, and he'd bought them for me. And I'm like, "Oh, that's adorable." Yeah, and like random movies I had never heard of, and I'm like, "What on earth?" <laughs> like because you like him so I bought everything he's been in I'm like I just like (laughs) Supernatural. So,
0: (laughs) meanwhile she says this but when she went to America she fully stalked him and she went to his like little brewery I did I went to his brewery so I mean
1: she she is I was in the area I was in the area in the area
0: in Texas in a small little town 40 minutes out of the way
1: Oh, it was a bit more than 40 minutes. I'd say probably four hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Settle down.
2: I can drive into another country in that time. <laughs> in the- I know. This I is can the drive thing.
0: through four in that She's time. legit a stalker. <laughs> she is a legit stalker. One year I'm going to have to try and get Jensen to like say a happy birthday message to us. So, I mean, if you yeah, know anybody that can... Yeah, so, like, if you know anybody, like, anybody listening, if we know anybody that can kind of reach out to Jensen, that'd be great Um, because I'd be, like, the best friend ever if I could get that. So just, uh, anyway. I'd love it. hmm There's a call out, putting in a call to action. <laughs> Jensen, I <laughs> come on down. <laughs> also, Dylan O'Brien, if you're listening, because I know you yep. often do listen to our podcast, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sloan would like a personalised message. Yes, you would. <laughs> he, he
1: might actually um, stitch one of your videos. Oh, yes. Do you imagine?
2: Um, I think I would die. No. know. Die. I would really like a
0: celebrity to stitch one of our videos on TikTok. Like any any celebrity, really. I'm
1: not picky at this point. But like <laughs> <laughs> any anyone, anyone,
0: anyone. Yes. somebody no. famous. No. Go for it. Oh. okay so this is a bit of a difficult one and it is um a bit random but we're going to do a fuck marry kill with maddox jackson and rays
2: oh.
0: <gasps> and this is in punishment for the end of alpha bound <laughs> just saying
2: <laughs> oh but that's two of the bennett boys and i can't kill either of them Oh, Jackson's going out of the chopping block, isn't he? Yeah, Jack- Jackson's going to have to end up on kill purely because I cannot do that to the Bennett boys. Um, <laughs> I'd probably fuck Ray's because hi, broody broodster. and marry Maddox because he's just lovely.
0: God, yes. And also, like, married to him, like, all of the sex. Yes, please. Okay, Perfect. All right guys, there you go. Now listen, if you have any questions, feelings, whatever about the end of Alpha Bound that you wish to, to know send through to our DMs. We'll be happy to share them with Sloane. I'm sure she'd be <laughs> excited to read them. Um but yes, go and read it. Go and read Remy's story. We are going to go back and read that as well because we are desperate to find out
1: all of the little Easter eggs that we've gotten in Luna's story. And, you know, I'm looking forward to some more devastating heartbreak. So <laughs> I can't wait for that
2: rollercoaster I mean, journey. slight spoilers because you know the legacies exist.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's okay. But, that. at the, but when I'm reading it, you
0: know, I'm just going to get to that. We know we're going to yeah. get there in the end. Um, yeah. But, yes, you very excited.
2: that doesn't happen, then, yeah, that you're into some hike. <laughs>
0: I think it'll just still be heartbreaking anyway. It will still be heartbreaking because when you fall in love with a character, it doesn't matter what happens to them. Like, even if you know what happens in the end, you (laughs) still get gutted as little bits and pieces happen along the way. Just
2: be (laughs) thankful that you don't have to wait for the next book. This is true. This is true. (laughs) I will be very, very
0: thankful for that. (laughs) But, yes, thank you so much for joining us. And we can't wait to see what is to come over
2: the next year <laughs> i shall make sure that you guys are in my arc DMs. yay <laughs> <laughs> thank you thanks for having me guys yeah.